0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Inferna. I'm really pumped up about this episode this week because I want to spend some time talking about how great of an indoor season some of our athletes had with the Forts Athletics Track and Field Club. I really want to start first with our post-collegiate athletes who are uh, currently on our roster. We only have one, uh, but he's, he's quite a unique individual, Luis Rivera. Uh, Finished the indoor season uh, 7th at the 2018 USATF Indoor Track and Field National Championships. Uh, Lewis uh, had a really good year for us this year. Uh, This is obviously his second year with the club, last year being his first, and really being the the cornerstone of the club uh, with me. Um, a lot of the things that, that we do and that we make happen with our track and field club, especially with um, training and coaching our younger athletes, couldn't do it without <clears throat> Lewis and his support and how he's able to manage his uh, crazy work life schedule with uh, being enrolled as a full-time graduate assistant with our college program, also with having a uh, full-time job with his internship and managing training i'm not sure how he does it uh, but one of the things actually i was just it's interesting um, that makes me think about lewis and i was just talking to my wife about it this morning was um you know what <clears throat> what has separated some of the athletes that we've worked with with other athletes um uh, not so much in the, in the region, but uh, even within just um, our college program. And uh, one, of the, one of the things that we were, we were talking about was um, the idea of complaining. And in the six years that I've known Lewis, uh, never once heard him complain about anything. Never once heard him complain about, um, you know, training too much, not training enough, college homework being too hard. Uh, driving back and forth to training sessions, really anything you can think of that most or some, I guess, 23-year-olds, 24-year-olds would you know, would complain about and be stressed out about. Never heard Lewis uh, say anything about that. So I'm not sure if that's, um, he has uh, strategies that maybe we need to talk about in a future episode in regards to how to handle uh, with, really, it's, I guess it'd be more of a time management piece working a full-time job um, then going to train and having time to go to class obviously which is which is most important since he's graduating in a couple of weeks and, uh, and then also fitting in time to work with our high school kids and train as well um, and he wrapped up a great indoor season again like I said finishing seventh at US indoor nationals uh, another top 10 uh, throw in the country um, couldn't be more, more proud of him and everything that he's, he's accomplished. And he is definitely a couple of podcast episodes into itself. Uh, what some people might not know or n- might not realize about Lewis is that when he came to NAS a couple of years ago, um, he had never thrown in high school before. So he was really a blank slate, um, played high school football, so he kind of had that mentality, but never competed in track and field and he is one of those i don't know if if you go as far as say one of those um, like crazy success stories in regards to um, going from not knowing how to throw to you know national champion in four years Uh, but i'm not sure how many other athletes you know are able to say that or able to put that on their resume that in four years i went from not knowing what a weight or a hammer is to being a national champion uh, for all-american awards every conference record you can imagine and um, personal best uh, that you know might might not be touched at nas for a really long time 2045 uh, that's 6th place all-time d3 right now uh, we just had d3 indoor nationals uh, the winner was 1982 uh, so there's another athlete that's that's close to cracking 20 meters, but there's only been 11 athletes ever in D3 that have cracked 20 meters, um, and most of them have done it within the last four years, but like I said, um, Lewis is one of those special athletes, is uh, very charismatic, um, he's able to get his his message across with high school athletes, which is, I think, uh, definitely something that he should think about um, continuing with. Uh, and in his career in regards to uh, coaching and working with our high school kids. Um, but, yeah, definitely definitely a very, very proud moment uh, for myself as a coach to see him be so successful on the on the grand stage of U.S. Indoor Nationals. And that takes us to um, another athlete who's actually graduating from high school this year, so I think I can uh, uh, spend... Sometimes talking about his fantastic accolades. Uh, this one athlete, uh, Drew um, Palermo, we um, we met him last year at the state qualifier meet. Lewis and I were there just kind of watching, hanging out. And we started talking with his dad a little bit, and, um, and we just started talking back and forth about being interested in training with the Hammer, uh, you know, what colleges he might be able to attend. And Drew, uh, w- He's a great thrower as well. He threw um, just over 63 feet last year as a junior with the men's 25 pound weight throw, or men's 25 pound weight, uh, which is a great throw. Uh, he went to states uh, with, that, with that throw. He finished second at the state qualifier meet that year. Uh, but then in working with Drew over the summer and working with him in the fall and into uh, early winter, we knew that he had bigger aspirations than, um, you know, just throwing 63 feet. Uh, so with working with our team, Drew just kept off uh, a fantastic indoor season in his own right. Uh, he just finished fourth at New Balance Indoor Nationals in the men's 25-pound weight throw with a throw of 70 feet to 8 inches. So Drew PR'd uh, just over 7 feet this year, and the weight... Um, 70 feet 8 inches. That's our uh, regional record uh, for high school boys. He's the first uh, section five athlete over 70 feet in the weight. Um, he's the first high school athlete I've ever coached over 70 feet, and it's kind of cool to say that uh, you know we have a 70 foot weight thrower as a high school athlete and as a post collegiate athlete on our team. Uh, so Drew also uh, competed. Uh, while at the state meet last week, finishing, um, finishing third in the weight throw and also finishing eighth in the shot put. Uh, but the real great thing about this this very uh, mild-mannered, uh, calm, very resilient athlete is that he accepted a full, full scholarship to go to Dartmouth uh, in the fall. And they are getting a player. Um, Lewis and I, we were talking about it this weekend a little bit. And I don't know how often uh, we see high school athletes perform uh, to, their, to their capabilities, to their, their full potential at meets. And Drew was within his personal best um, every meet this season, except for one. Uh, so 14 out of 15 meets, Drew was in two feet of his personal best uh, the whole season, there was a little blip on the radar where he threw 61 feet and change uh, with the flu. I mean, you know, take it for take it for what it's worth. Uh, but Drew was a foot within a foot of his PR at states last week, and then yesterday at the New Balance meet, he set a new personal by 70 feet, 8 inches. But again. Uh, you know, couldn't be prouder as a coach from where we started to where he is today. Like I said, Dartmouth is definitely getting uh, a great athlete as um, as he transitions to the college life next year. And our third athlete that competed uh, well on the national scene this year, uh, Miss Monique Hardy, a sophomore at Webster Thomas, uh, she came into this season with a personal best of 48 feet uh, in the women's weight throw. And she continued um, to increase her weight throw personal best uh, throughout the whole indoor season. Uh, I think no more than seven times she bettered her Section 5 record, uh, finishing with a 56-feet-1-inch throw um, at our state qualifier meet two weeks ago. Um, And then going on to win the state championship last week. And finished fourth yesterday at New Balance Indoor Nationals. Now, the interesting thing about Monique is, uh, as she also never threw up until, you know, last year she was a freshman and it was her first year throwing uh, the weight. So she improved her personal best by about eight feet also. Uh, Last year at Indoor Nationals, she threw 48 feet for a third place finish. This year she threw 55, or I'm sorry, uh, 54-ish. No, it was 55, excuse me, for a fourth place finish uh, behind three seniors. So, uh, sky's the limit for Monique. Uh, She's currently ranked number five in the U.S. for high school female weight throwers. Um, She's the top returning underclassman for the 2019 season. Um, She also had a great shot put. Uh, season as regards to uh, distances. She also threw the shot put at states, uh, went in the states, seated 14th in the shot put, and finished fifth. So, again, another athlete who throws, you know, within a foot of their personal best uh, when it matters most. But again, that's something that, um, you know, Lewis and I talk about in our practices with our athletes, is, um, you know, always trying to be within at least 90%. And I take that from Lance Deal. So, Lance, if you ever listen to this podcast, uh, thank you for sharing that piece of information with us. Um, wow, well, three years ago now at the Spire Institute, I have that video up on our YouTube channel at Forts Athletics as well, where Lance really talked about you know if you're going to be one of the best throwers, or if you want to consider yourself one of the best throwers in uh, the world. Uh, you should always be within 90% of your personal best. And the examples that he gave were you get off an airplane, you drive to the venue, you warm up, and you should be able to throw 90% of your personal best. Or you get out of a car and you, um, you know, you've been driving for 15 or 16 hours, uh, you warm up for a little bit, you should be within 90%. He's, really, there's no excuse to, um, in his opinion, to why throwers can't always be within 90% of their personal best. Now, obviously, it's not going to happen for every thrower at every meet and every competition, especially when you start throwing a little farther. Um, but it is something to think about for young athletes. You know, is there, is there something that I can do, or what do I need to do in order to bring myself to that level where I'm always within a foot or two of my PR? Now, take, for example, um, Lewis. So his PR was 72 feet in the weight throw. So he came within a foot and a half of that this season, uh, which is fantastic, especially when you're throwing that far. Um, you know, it, it, takes, it takes a bigger toll uh, on your body. And then for the, some of the other weight throwers who are 77, 78, 79 feet, um, you know, to throw within, you know, 10%, 5% of that uh, week in and week out, um, you know, it's just a testament to how those athletes take care of themselves physically and mentally as well uh, to be able to perform at such high level on such a on a, such a regular basis. But I, I can't say enough great things about um, Lewis and Drew and Monique competing at the national level. Um, you know, when we started <laughs> when we started this club, and I kind of chuckle, I, I didn't really have any idea what you know what was going to come of it um, especially with the athletes that we have um you know our, our area rochester um i'd consider it a hotbed for for track and field we've had some of the best athletes uh, best high school athletes within the last five years uh graduate uh from this area um many athletes receive d one scholarships many athletes are are uh, continuously ranked in the top five or top three with their respective events um, year in and year out, um, nationally, uh, not just for New York State or our section or anything like that, but on a national level, uh, and they compete at that national level um, all the time. You know, really when it when it counts. Um, and to wrap up this this episode, there's another another example of an athlete. Um, Showing up when it mattered. Uh, one of our collegiate triple jumpers this year, um, this past weekend, competed at uh, D3 Indoor Nationals in, in Alabama, and she went in seated, I believe, like 15th or 16th out of 17 in the women's triple jump uh, with a jump of 11.86 meters, so just under 39 feet. Um, and at Indoor Nationals, she jumped 11. Eighty-nine. So she PR'd by three centimeters, broke the 39 foot barrier, uh, and finished third. Uh, so you never know at nationals. Uh, one of my track coaches in college always used to say it takes just two good throws. Uh, back then, and 15 years ago, there was an A standard and a B standard. Uh, so if you hit the A standard, you're automatically going. Uh, if you were high enough on the B standard, uh, more, more often than not, you went to nationals as well because they fill the field. Um, but that's just really something to think about: is how, how are you able to perform on the day that it matters most? And I wrote a blog post about it a couple weeks ago uh, in regards to, you know, are you able to bring your, are you able to uh, bring yourself up to that moment that you're able to block out any distractions or you know you overcome all of those. Those sports cliches of the adversity and any of the other stuff that might be going on in your life to perform well at that given that given time that given moment. Uh, it would be an interesting research study to look at how many athletes, track and field athletes, set personal bests at national competitions, uh, whether it's you know collegiate or high school or or uh, outdoor or i'm sorry not outdoor um post collegiate with the senior nationals Uh, but it really is interesting to look at the landscape and see how athletes overcome maybe that adversity or how they they perceive themselves in that competition in that moment where they're able to harness whatever energy they need Um, you know we're not getting too researchy here but they really they show up right that's the 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 non researchy non-technical way of saying it. They really, they show up when it matters most. And for our high school athletes, there's really one meet like that where you need to qualify in order to go to the next one. And that's our indoor state meet. Top two athletes go and whatever, and then the third place finisher, as long as 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 they've hit the minimum standard, they go as well. So talk about high stress in that situation, um, where indoor nationals for high school athletes, if you hit a mark, they're qualified. And usually that mark, especially in New York State, um, if you hit that mark, you're gonna there's a good chance you're gonna go to the States and a weight thrower to shop put anyway. But um, but that's enough of my rambling today. Just wanted to give a big shout out to my to my kids um, that performed this weekend. I'm really proud of you. Uh, it's really it's awesome for me to watch you guys grow and develop as mature young athletes. Uh, Drew, even though you're going to college next year, you're still Still going to call you one of my kids, one of my athletes. Uh, we still have a few more years with uh, Monique because uh, she's only going to be a, a junior next year. And then Lewis is going to continue on with the hopes of you know 2020 and beyond in regards to the Olympic trials. But that's it for today. I appreciate, appreciate everyone taking the time to listen and leave feedback for me, uh, either on Inker or uh, through Twitter, uh, Instagram. Um, I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate your constructive criticism of ways that we can make this podcast better. Um, I guess in these regards, sometimes I know I ramble on. Um, It's tough for me to get all of my thoughts out. But like I said, thank you everyone for taking the time to listen today uh, and have a great day.